KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackie Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Welcome to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, or the train wreck that Jimmy and I like to call the show. And it is the, uh, what what edition, Jimmy? Here, let's this. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yes, Blankman, that is the first of many of those tonight, but uh, playoff edition, and uh, what a night it has been. Wow, yeah, it's it's been fun trying to trying to find all the scores, but um, I, I think we got pretty well, the sheet's all filled up for... Uh, it's getting pretty close, yeah. Pretty close, we're pretty close. probably missing maybe a handful or, or so, not well, too many more. Let's start out with the game you heard here on KCIM, and that is the Carroll Tigers uh, regular season game. They won 24-19 over Sergeant Bluff Luton. Now, great game, but we're going to talk about this really quick, Jim. So you had Sioux Center winning 21-20 over MOC Floyd Valley. So they're the district champs. All right, now the little curveball in the whole thing. Boyden Hall Rock Valley wins 25-24 over Bishop Helan. So now you have Helan, Sergeant Bluff Luton, and MOC all tied and there's going to be somebody that has a lot more knowledge than me to figure out how they're going to figure that out. But three teams tied for for second, third, and you only get us in three totals. So it's going to be a mess. I guess what? Those people down at the Iowa High School Athletic Association will get it figured out. I'm sure they have rankings. I'm sure Blankman will be here in a little bit. He'll know. Uh, he probably already has it figured out in his head. But, wow, what a district. You know, we talked about that earlier. What a... What an entertaining district. I don't know how good, how bad we'll see here when they get into playoffs, but, boy, the games have all been close. They've been balanced. There's been what we call upsets and all kinds of stuff going on. So, But let's get in here. Let's go to our local scores really quick. Uh, Kemper wins 35-8 on a game that you heard uh, Mr. Blankman do. So 35-8 over Emmitsburg. They will be moving on. And if Blankman texts me one more time, you're driving. Quit texting. Uh, Esac County falls to West Sioux, 58-0. And Whole Western Christian wins 36-18 over South Central. That was done by Nick Brinks. And then the Ottoman Wheelers fall to Remsen St. Mary's, 76-0. So uh, Kemper, the only team we have advancing on to next week. But uh, uh, a couple things here. We're, we're, we're efforting Coach Burks. Um, you know, he's driving from Remsen, so there's a lot of bad sell area. And it's going to be very difficult for us to get an interview with uh, with Coach McCullough from ESAC. He's actually driving the bus back from Haywarden, which it is illegal to text and drive, but alone uh, talk on the phone and drive as a commercial vehicle. So we probably won't get an interview with him, but uh, you and I know pretty well what he's going to say. We'll, we'll sit down and do kind of our own little interview about what he would say about those kids. But why don't you pick it up, Jim, uh, on uh, Class 2A there? All right, here we go in the 2A. These are the scores that we have so far. It was Central Lion George Little Rock over Iowa Falls Alden, 57 to nothing. 
Uh, Green County defeated Union LaPorte City 35-13. Monticello shuts out Central Lee 62 to nothing. Osage over Clarion Goldfield Dows 49-15. Spirit Lake defeated Sheldon 35-7. Wacon 24, New Hampton 22. We don't have uh, West Marshall Clark of Osceola score. Uh, Williamsburg shuts out Comanche 42 to nothing. This one looks like it was a barn burner. Centerville over Des Moines Christian, 50 to 42. We got one here. West Marshall, 63, Clark, 13. Okay, write that down, and here we go. Continuing on, Clarendo over Roland Story, 56-27. Crestwood of Cresco over North Fayette Valley, 28-22. In a uh, mid-prairie, Wellman squeaks by Northeast, 7-6. And another tight game, Clear Lake over PCM, 28-27. OABCIG, 29, Unity Christian, 23. Wallert Catholic shuts out West Liberty, 62 to nothing. And West Lion of Inwood over Esterville Lincoln Central, 37-26. Class 1A, Appleton Parkersburg over Eagle Grove, 56-8. MFL Marmac 48, Durant 12. Uh, have not got a Sumner, but I'll look it up here in a little bit. We haven't got the Ridgeview South Hamilton score yet. We'll get that for you. Underwood 49, Interstate 35, 17. Van Meter 56, Pleasantville 8. West Branch 42, South Harden 0. West Sioux 58, Eastsack County 0. ACGC 34, Trainer 29. Columbus, Columbus Catholic 14, Denver 7. Dyke New Hartford, 48. Cascade West Dubuque, 14. It was Kemper, 35. Emmitsburg, 8. Minneapolis, 52. Central Decatur, 7. Pella Christian, 31. Regina, Iowa City, 0. Western Christian, 36. South Central Calhoun, 18. And Woodward Granger, 34. West Central Valley, 3. All right, moving on to Class A. It was... AHSTW 46 to 21 over Westwood of Sloan. It was Alburnett over Bellevue 38 27. Grundy Center shuts out Bell Plain 49 to nothing. Hartley Melvin Sanborn over North Union 46 31. We don't have an Earlham Linville Sully score. Uh, it was uh, North Lynn shutting out Wapolo 45 to nothing. West Hancock. 44, Nashua Plainfield, 16. Woodbury Central, Blanks, South O'Brien, 42 to nothing. Columbus Community, 62, Maquoketa Valley, 14. East Buchanan, 44, Lisbon, 14. We don't have a Tri-Center or, Glen, or Galen Catholic score yet. It was Hinton over Loma, 46-22. Uh, Galen Catholic won 40-22 over Tri-Center. 40-22. Okay, continuing, it was uh, Southwest Valley over Madrid, 21-14. Mount Air squeaks by Ogden, 27-24. Newman Catholic over Hudson, 49-42. And Wapsie Valley shuts out St. Ansgar, 35-0. Eight-man, uh, missing quite a few scores here. They're a little slow to report. We'll give you the ones we have. West Harrison, 29, Bedford, 27. Southeast Warren, 38. East Mills, 32. Rims and St. Mary's, 76. Audubon, 0. 
It was Waco Wayland 57, Martinsdale St. Mary 14. So we'll get the rest of those for you um, as they come in. And uh, we'll, we'll catch more scores and we'll have some interviews coming up. You're listening to the New Way Ford, New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. College credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays, open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Jeff Honnold here with you. Jim is off doing an interview. Uh, but Jeff Blankman caught up with uh, Ryan Steinkamp after their big win, 35-8. They are moving on to round two. We'll hear the interview right now. Ryan Steinkamp, the head coach for the uh, Kemper Knights, joining us here on the New OIA Auto Group scoreboard. Joe Kemper advances here in the playoff, 35-8 to victory here tonight. Quick second half as they got it into a uh, continuous clock in the third quarter. Knights were up 28 to nothing at halftime, really in control of this game from the second quarter on. Coach, got to be somewhat pleased on this one. I know probably felt like uh, there was some plays you guys left out there a little bit, but 
uh, you move on, you win, and I think you did it in pretty dominant fashion. Yeah, you know, that's all that matters. You know, I thought, you know, offensively we could have seen things a little bit better, but we made the plays when we had to, and it was a team game. I thought uh, defense and special teams were, were very clean tonight, did a great job, and, you know, offensively we, we moved the ball up in the end zone when we, when we had to. Uh, Coach, they come out, a team that doesn't throw it much, and they try to throw on the first down, and, and they try to go deep against you. I, I thought you guys had it covered very, very well. DJ over the top ends up making the interception. Really good start to the game for you guys. Yeah, it was great. Well, they, they took the ball to start the game, and they usually don't do that. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so probably, a trick, probably a trick play coming, you know, and uh, we put DJ back, and we, we sniffed it out right away, too. And I was like, as soon as threw the ball, like, I knew DJ was probably going to hunt that one down. He, he's, he's very he's very good at that. Yeah, absolutely. The only problem was you guys didn't you, you get the ball, yeah. you don't score yeah, on that yeah. side. Yeah, so they, we kind of, yeah, we kind of didn't capitalize on a few, you know, third and fourth downs that, you know, we, we need to moving forward. Um, but, you know, but it's also it's a field position thing, too. So it's going to set the tone. Um, from that as well, that you know we we were ready for it, and uh, I thought the defense played very very well tonight and very physical. Logan Seamanaller uh, injured last week, uh, did get a little bit of time here tonight, but you didn't want to use him if you didn't have to. So Tavanami gets that start at the running back. He's seen a lot of playing time, has been a starter in the past. You guys run that option, and I tell you what, when he gets that ahead of steam going, that guy can run. Yeah, he's a big dude out there too. You know, <laughs> so like, there's not too many kids that are going to tackle him. You know, coming downhill like that. So we we, we saw that play like that. The receivers blocked very well on that one, and you know uh, that. That, that was just great to see. That got, that got some momentum, too, on that big run. I thought you guys looked like you were really trying to get the ball outside early with that run game instead of trying the middle, really trying to establish the edges here tonight. Yeah, there's some big boys in the middle of the area. You know, they, they kind of wind up their outside linebackers. We thought we could you know, kick them out or seal them in some place, too. And, you know, we had some success on some plays, obviously. Um, but, you know, uh, credit to them for making some plays as well. What was it about the option that you thought could be effective? They really had a hard time defending that. Uh, the, safety is, the safety is playing pretty deep, so we know, like, hey, our, our, our slot receiver to go out there and get in his way, and then, you know we knew our outside receiver could block the corner. Like we just like it, it, we knew we, we had numbers on them and stuff too. And DJ does a good job of running that and holding onto the ball and pitching it at the last second. Good job by the defense tonight. I thought early in the game when they were trying to run the ball, it always seemed like they'd get one first down. They'd always get that one eight nine yard run. But then I, I, I think in the first half, if memory serves me correct, they didn't have a drive where they picked up two first downs on a drive. So what was working so well defensively for you guys? Tonight? Um, you know we had a game plan come that we liked a lot. I mean, we kept we had a feeling they're going to pass it a little bit more tonight. Um, so we actually we had a few DBs playing linebackers to, be, yep. to make some adjustments type deal. And I had in my notes, you know, make, make a personnel change, like take out the DB, put the linebacker back in there. So we got we got the right guys in there. And, you know, uh, Chris Moore had played safety a couple times. Just, like, 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 just, like, just get back deep type deal. We do. So, you know, but they, they did a great job adjusting. You know, I thought uh, the corners played well. Um, D-line did a great job. Linebackers flowed. And there is just a good team effort on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, threw us off a little bit tonight, too, with Matt Spank speeding in a different number. Yep. Shane Vaughn comes in and told us, but we had kind of figured it out by then because what you had sent me for starting lineup yep. had Max with the right number, but different number than he'd been in all season. Yeah, I think I switched it. I think it might have been, yeah, that was my bet on that one. I feel like, you know, we just want to get some a little more, um, you know, he's a good physical player too. We get him on the O-line a little yep. bit too, so we kind of made that switch. Um, for sure we made it Thursday. <laughs> we talked about it, like, okay, oh, let's, let's do it type deal, yep. Uh, Coach, uh, what changed there in the second quarter offensively for you guys? 7 to nothing, just the one big play from Tay on the option for the touchdown, up 7 to nothing, but you put 21 on the board in the second quarter. Where were you able to start capitalizing? Oh, we just, you know, our kid just made plays. I feel like we played a little tight a few times, you know, and then like, I think we just started relaxing and just let the game come to us and take what was there, and you know, our kid just made those plays.
punt game tonight. Uh, you got a block punt. You mentioned special teams. What stood out for you about the way your special teams played tonight? I did think they got some good returns on a few of your kickoffs tonight. Yeah, and that's, you know, I know Tommy had some his kickoffs weren't as normal there because they run an old school wedge kickoff that is very, I mean, they're, they got some big boys like there. And I just, I didn't like it. So we, we kind of just, you know, took some shots out of little pooch kicks yep. and things like that too. So Tommy was doing what he was told, you know, I, and I'll, I'll take blame for that because, you know, they're, they're, that's one of the best kickoff returns I've, I've seen. They're very well coached on that one. I just didn't like our guys running into that wall and they almost scored it a couple through. So we started just pooching it a little bit there. But the other guys, uh, um, punt and punt return, got a punt blocked. That thing's a huge momentum swing for the game. Up 28 nothing at halftime. What were you telling the guys at the half? Just go in the second half. You know, go go in the second half. Keep keep battling. Keep competing. Um, and you know, just be, when your name is called, be ready to go too. But we want to give you guys some refs like that too. But no, we always talk about everybody matters. And everybody's important. You know, um, uh, so just be ready to go. Make make the most of your time. I get the sense at one point maybe frustrated with the offensive line. There was a timeout you called. You walked out on the field. I think you said five words because you were there about five seconds, and then you turned around, walked back. The players then huddled out on the field and stuff. So I'm guessing there was a little conversation about refocusing there. In the yeah, I just know our number one goal this year in the bottom is player leadership type deal yep. too. So we, you know, we that play is a play we run all the time, and we blocked it wrong too, and we you know, we were out of sync there. So I, I looked at them, I go, find each other, fix it. So I guess there's only four, four words, <laughs> right? And, and they knew that. And I talked. I'll do that practice sometimes. You know, yep. they're the ones on the field. You know, they I can't know me yelling them. I always can do. I mean, uh, not can do any good. I just want them to go out there and find each other and fix it. They're the, they're the ones out there making the plays and stuff. Win 35 to eight. The only touchdown in the second half come after they stop you and they muff a punt and you recover it uh, deep in their territory at the 23 and then DJ scores from 25 yards out. So you get the win. Don't want to bring anything up bad, but just the one touchdown in the second half. Some frustrations a little bit. Maybe disappointments. Maybe a better word with the offense tonight. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. I mean, we were kind of you know once we once we kind of had the game in control. You know, we had a few guys banged up. We, we started yep. switching guys up, rotating. Yep. You know, this time of year. Um, you know, and it's just going to get other guys reps and you know credit to Evansburg too for making some plays and adjusting as well. So no, I mean, I thought we could, we could definitely play cleaner. You know, I think sometimes our focus wasn't there as much to do it, and you know maybe if they're looking ahead as well. But no, I, I mean, like I said too, like I was kind of everybody, everybody relax a little bit. Like it's fine. <laughs> we're we're control this game type deal, and you know, and it's, it's great to see some guys out there playing. Talk about the injuries as much as you feel comfortable with. I know a lot of guys banged up. Tay didn't come back. Logan really didn't play much tonight. You got some other guys. I saw Max Peter kind of limping around here at the end of the game. How healthy going into next week? I think they're going to be good. Now, Logan, I mean, he he, he probably could have played tonight. Um, yeah. But we can't say we'll see him. Tay was running great. Um, his back was feeling better type deal. So we'll, we'll have to evaluate him and see how that's going. I think he's got kind of the wind knocked out of him on that yep. one. You know, and we'll find out that one. Max, um, I think he, he's going to be okay, too. That's kind of just a precautionary one a little bit type deal. He was trying to get back in there. I, it was more of me saying no, no, yeah. no type deal. So, um, yeah, on that, yeah, um, we're excited to find out who we have for next week. Coach, um, they didn't come out with like brackets. They didn't come out in pods, but sometimes you guys know a little bit more than, than us media guys. Any thoughts on, on who the opponent could be depending on who wins tonight? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on some of those other two, three seeds. You know, if, another, if a three seed beats a two seed in this area, um, it's really going to change yep. up, mix it up too. So, I don't know. We're, we're excited to move on. We'll, we'll, play, we'll play anybody. Um, you know, we have a great group of kids, great group of coaches, and, uh, you know, the best fans around. They're still on the field here <laughs> hanging out forever. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll let you go celebrate with All them. Right. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow morning for the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show. But appreciate you joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Congrats on the win tonight. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jeff. You bet. Head coach uh, Ryan Steinkamp again with the Kemper Knights uh, joining us here tonight. They win it here tonight by a final of 35-8. to eight. 
Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Jeff Honnold here with you. Sorry you had to put up with me. You, you know, you had the news guys in here. Um, but they, they all bolded on us. So I guess it's just the uh, the uh, rum-dums you get here to finish stuff. So let's give you uh, some scores. Start with uh, Week 9. So Week 9, regular season, Sergeant Bluff Luton falls to Carroll 24-19. It was Bishop Heelan falling to Boyden Hall Rock Valley 25-24. And it is your champion in the district, Sioux Center, 21, MOC, Floyd Valley, 20. Uh, recap of the local playoffs. Kemper, as you heard, won 35-8 over Emmitsburg. Esac County falls to West Sioux, Haywarden, 58-0. Hull Western Christian, 36, South Central Calhoun, 18. And it was Remsen St. Mary, 76, Audubon, 0. So have uh, one local team going on. That'll be Kemper. They'll be playing next week. So we will try to catch up and um, see what's going on there. Class 2A playoffs. It was Central Lion, George Little Rock, 57. Iowa Falls, Alden, 0. It was Green County, 35. Union Laporte City, 13. Monticello, 62. Central Lee, 0. Osage, 49. Clarion, Goldfield, Dallas, 15. Spirit Lake, 35. Sheldon, 7. Wacon beats New Hampton, 24-22. West Marshall, 63. Clark Osceola, 13. Williamsburg, all over Comanche, 42-0. Centerville, 50. Des Moines Christian, 42. And uh, an odd one for me to think of, but Clarenda, 56. Rolling Story, 27. That was uh, kind of a shock to me. Crestwood Crest, Crest Cresco, 28. North Fayette Valley, 22. In a tight, low-scoring affair, Mid-Prairie Wellman, 7. Northeast, 6. It was Clear Lake, 28, PCM, 27. OABCIG, 29, Unity Christian, 23. Waller Catholic, 62, West Liberty, 0. And it was uh, West Lion Inwood, 37. And it was Esterville Lincoln Central, 26. And Jimmy's in here with us. Jimmy, you had a nice interview there. Yeah. Uh, Sean, well, you know, he, he, he said it wasn't really a very good night. And so we kind of we focused on the seniors, possibilities of, you know, what he's got coming back next year. And, you know, like junior high kids and coming in the next year. So Let it, just enjoy the night. Yep. Just enjoy the night. So exactly. let's go into 1A. Do you want to go ahead and do 1A? 
Okay, in class, oh, 1A or class well, I'm, We're down to 1A. We're down to 1A now, okay. Got it. Applington Parkersburg over Eagle Grove, 56-8. MFL Marmac over Durant, 48-12. Sigourney Kyoto shuts out Sumner Fredericksburg, 31 to nothing. South Hamilton over Ridgeview, 54-12. to Underwood defeated Interstate 35-49-17. Van Meter shuts out Pleasantville, 49 to nothing. West Branch over South Harden, and also a shutout, 42 to nothing. West Sioux, 58, East Sac, nothing. ACGC, 34, Trainer, 29. Columbus Catholic, 14 to 7 over Denver. Dyke New Hartford over Cascade, Western Dubuque, 48-14. It was the Knights from Kipper Catholic over Emmitsburg, 35-8. Minneapolis over Central Decatur, 52-7. Pella Christians shuts out Iowa City Regina, 31-0. It was uh, Western Christian over South Central Calhoun, 36-18. And Woodward Granger... Defeated West Central Valley 34 to 3. In Class A, it was AHSTW 46, Westwood 21. Albernet defeated Bellevue 38 27. Grundy Center 49, Belle Plaine 0. HMS 46, North Union 31. Linville Sully 49, Earlham 16. North Lynn 45, Wapalo nothing. West Hancock 44, uh, Nasha Plainfield 16. Woodbury Central, 42, South O'Brien, 0. Columbus Community, 62, Maquoketa Valley, 14. Uh, East Buchanan, all over Lisbon, 44, 14. It was Galen Catholic, 40, Tri-Center, 22. Hinton, beating up on Loma, 46, 22. Southwest Valley, 21, Madrid, 14. Mount Air, 27, Ogden, 24. Newman Catholic, 49, Hudson, 42. And Wapsi Valley, 35, St. Ansgar, 0. And, Jim, I'll probably do eight-man here. I caught quite a few of them while you were gone. Well, so did I. Okay, go ahead, then. All right. Uh, eight-man. Oh, I don't have the Winfield Mountain Union. That has Don not been Bosque. posted yet. I'll look All very right. quick. Well, I'll keep going, then. West Harrison's squeaks by Bedford, 29-27. It was Easton Valley over BGM Brooklyn, 40-34. Grettinger, Terrell, Ruthman, Ayrshire over Kingsley Pearson, 50-34. Lennox defeated Colonesco, 66-14. I don't have an Iowa Valley Montezuma score. That has not been posted yet. That hasn't been either. All right, Southeast Warren, 38. East Mills, 32. Uh, in local action, it was Remsen St. Mary shutting out Audubon, 76 to nothing. It was Turkey Valley over Edgewood, Colesburg, 71-42. Waco Wayland over Martinsdale St. Mary's, 57-14. Newell Fonda defeated Harris Lake Park, 55-26. West Bend Mallard shuts out Clarksville, 48 to nothing. Caminita over Baxter, 58-38. It was Fremont Mills Tabor over Moravia, 44-38. Gladbrook, Gladbrook Rhinebeck over New London, 46-14. And Tripola. All over Central City, or excuse me, Central City over Tripoli, triple 46-26. <laughs> and we're still waiting. Uh, they have not posted the Winfield Mountain Union, Don Bosco. We'll get that for you. 
and also the Iowa Valley Montezuma has not been posted. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from Coach Rowetter on the Tigers' big win. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome. Welcome to Delicious. Welcome back here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Tom Hawkamp, visiting with Craig Rowetter, the head coach of the Carroll Tigers, as the Tigers uh, really disrupt Sergeant Bluff Luton's season. The Tigers get the 24-19 win to end their regular season, get the 5-4 and four record and a winning season. And, Coach, let's just talk about the, the effort and the way your guys just came out of the gate ready to play tonight on senior night. Yeah, you know, credit to our seniors. They, they are, there aren't a lot of them, but they, they sure gave a, a great effort tonight, and, and that's where it started. We knew, you know, in order to be successful tonight, we had to be able to run the football, and, uh, you know, our part of our best defense was to keep their, their offense off the field by running the, the ball, and, uh, you know, it, it's just great to see us establish a run again after some tough weeks uh, of not being able to do so. Um, and then, again, to top it off with the, the seniors going out on a win, uh, you can't ask for much more. A lot of those plays, especially in the first half, the Whites heading in with 15 seconds on. You guys are setting up the offense with 9-8, snapping it with 2. Um, you just had to wear that clock down and not give them an opportunity, really. Yeah, yep, and that was the, that was the game plan going in. You know, we kind of stayed away uh, from their number 55 there, Luke, and he's, he's a heck of a, a defensive player, defensive lineman. Um, I think he was getting a little frustrated because he literally, they finally moved him around in the second half a little bit. Uh, but they moved him before we brought the play in, so we could still <laughs> we could still run away from him. Uh, but yeah, it was just you know a, a great job up front by those guys. When you take a look early on, you guys are headed down the field. You turn the ball over. The defense goes out there and stops them. You don't. They don't get anything going. I thought that was a, a huge spot, especially for the defense to come out and what is supposed to be a super explosive offense that just never showed up tonight. Yeah, you know. And again, credit to my assistant coaches. You know, they had a great defensive plan. Um, you know, they wanted to press them a little bit, which I. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of que- I questioned them a little bit. I said that's one way to go, you know. If but uh, but again, you know, Tate Schleisman, uh Trey Hunter uh, at the corner positions, they they got they got tested tonight, you know, and they answered the bell. But after turning the ball, you know, usually, especially for us, if we turn the ball over. It's not very good things happen for us. So it was great that the defense kind of buckled up there and and forced them to punt, and we got the ball back and went back to work. You guys go back to work, uh, bring in the kicker, poking, able to hit that uh, 24-yard field goal, get you guys up 3-0. They answer back pretty quick with a touchdown of their own, missed the extra point, and that seemed to kind of set the tone on what you guys needed to do. Uh, How important is it to have poking kind of step up in that spot, hit those, and then, I mean, he struggled early early kicking off but he found a couple good spots there that pinned those guys deep yeah i mean for a freshman getting called i literally told him in spanish class today 
that we needed him because uh, Jack was sick today, and um, so it was not the plan. <laughs> it wasn't the plan when I woke up this morning. Uh, but man, he and he's a you know he's a tough kid. He I've watched him wrestle with my son growing up through the the youth AAU stuff. He's not shy of a spotlight you know it wasn't the moment wasn't gonna be too big for him and I told him in pregame I said if we're inside that 20 we are kicking a field goal if we need points and and he stepped up big time and hit all his extra points so uh pretty big stuff there for a freshman I thought one of the biggest plays of the ball game was maybe there at the end of the first half Sergeant Bluff Luton's got the ball back it looks as though they could with their explosive plays get some points out of this deal Trey Hunter steps in front of a pass gets you a nice little return uh, three, four plays later, you reward him with a touchdown pass, and I thought White did a heck of a job getting his shoulders turned to even be able to throw that thing. Yeah, Jack, you know, he had a heck of a night. It, it, that was that was fine, and, and not just on that play, but, you know, Jack always has a green light to do some audibles. Um, a couple of the times on third and, and short, he was actually the one. He he called the cadence on two in the huddle. I mean, it wasn't on me, you know, when they were jumping off side. So, I mean, it's, it's just big credit to him, you know, being a senior you're knowing knowing the the ropes and you know being able to take advantage i mean that's awesome to have a quarterback that can take advantage of some of those situations but um yeah he put the ball right on the money after kind of escaping some danger there um because i was about ready to just tell him tuck it and run but trey opened up and we were able to hit him there for a touchdown right before half and that was huge 12 10 at the halftime break they come out march right down the field looked like their adjustments might have been a little bit better than yours but you guys find a way to just keep pounding it back i mean i called it a heavyweight boxing fight because you guys just found punch after punch and at one point you were able to land two in a row and that seemed to be enough to win this ball game yeah they we knew coming out of halftime that they they again they have one of the most dangerous offenses on film that we've seen and um you know we just did enough to counter that today but yeah after they scored our guys didn't they didn't even flinch they just knew hey we're still it's a one score game we're gonna get behind our run game um you know jump in that wishbone double tight and <laughs> start pounding at four yards at a time carol tigers win 24 19 we're visiting with coach craig rowetter and coach i'm part of the media so i got to bring up the bad stuff you know there at the end uh you have to make the decision do you want to go for it do you want to punt it you send the punt team out and you go for it with Reese Zygmunt in the backfield. Comes up just short. Maybe not a greatest spot there either. But uh, your defense comes out, and that's where Schleisman shined. I think at the end of the ball game there, they went after him three times, and three times he stepped in front of that ball and knocked it out of Hoffman's hands. Yeah, we... Uh... You know, that was my call, and Coach Hay was like, you sure? I'm like, yep, no guts, no glory. So, we, you know, we were going to – we were playing to win at that point. Um, you know, not that we had house money, but we uh, – you know, I thought the kids were d- determined. And we, and we did hit the fake punt earlier in the game. So uh, when, when they didn't put anybody deep, I, I was about ready to call timeout, but we rolled with it. I, I did think there was a possible targeting thing, but – they got us for a chop block too so that screwed it up anyway but no it's yeah credit to tate um because yeah they definitely were trying to go after him he gave up you know one decent um catch against their receiver in the first half but again we made the adjustment there on not you know giving the inside tate kind of gave him the inside and so we made him throw that fade and uh, their quarterback's really really good but it's still tough to hit that fade in high school football when you take a look at this team throughout the year, it wasn't a big senior class, 
but they did a heck of a job leading and bringing up some of those younger kids you needed, especially here late in the season when you got some injuries. Looks like your leadership was there that you needed from that upper class that's going to be leaving you. Yeah, you know that I can't say enough about them. Like they, uh, you know, they took those young guys under their wing. I mean, we've had four different offensive linemen that are sophomores start at some point throughout the year. Um, so that was kind of a, you know, Mox Overton got his first start at center tonight. Um, so I'm sure he was a little, a little nervous coming in, um, especially when they had shown a four-man front on film and they came out with a dude right over the top of him. So not exactly what we repped all week at practice. And uh, But again, you know, credit to the seniors for the leadership and credit to not only the sophomores but the juniors too for stepping up and filling those gaps. And uh, there's a lot, you know, a lot coming back and a lot to look forward to, I think. It's always tough the way the districts break out. You know, you have a five and four season. There's going to be some teams that don't have winning seasons, maybe sneak into this playoff. But uh, you guys came out in front of the home crowd that was pretty raucous tonight. They were going at it for you guys. Uh, what was it like just finishing up here at home today, this year? Yeah, it, it's always fun. And then you know, a senior night, um, home crowd, and they were loud. <laughs> especially, especially at the end when we needed them. You know, so it, it's it's always fun to obviously to to win. Um, and you know, credit to credit to the home home crowd tonight. I think they, you know, made them a little bit nervous. They got to delay a game there at the end. I think that was a little bit credit to the chaos that was going on. So, um, yeah, just always always fun to end on a winning note. Coach, I greatly appreciate your time. Congratulations on the win tonight and the winning season. Best of luck as you prep for next year. That starts in what a day? Yeah, pretty. <laughs> we'll give it the weekend maybe, but we'll get to work. And again, we just appreciate all the coverage you, you get for our kids and our team and uh, go Tigers. That is the head coach Craig Rowetter as the Carroll Tigers pick up the victory tonight 24-19 over Sergeant Bluff Luton on senior night. This is the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show and I'm Tom Hawkapp. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. about playoffs you kidding me playoffs i just hope we can win a game playoffs jimmy jimmy playoffs uh you know just a quick one jim and, and my bad we should have been talking about this earlier but i can manning played in a week nine game uh yesterday and they won 52 17 over st albert so congratulations to them there's only three of our local teams that ended with a uh with a win so far 
Um, you know, Kemper moving on to round two, but uh, week nine, IKM Manning wins, and congratulations, Carol Tigers. You know, you get a, you get to end your season. Not very many teams get to end their season with a win, and uh, unless you win the championship, it's tough. So, congratulations to them. Get that W. Yes, congratulations to to all all three for you know ending their season on a on a positive note, and uh, yeah, the, and talking to. Corey McCarville last week a little bit, you know, you know they scheduled the game for Thursday night just to make sure that they had officials. So uh, that's that a smart, smart move. Smart, and, smart move. You know, and they got a chance to play, and you know, so so let's talk about this uh, Class Three A District One uh, mess, and and we had uh, Jeff Blankman came in here and we sent him out for food. I mean, it's eleven o'clock and we haven't eaten yet, so <laughs> you know, get get us some food in here, Blankman. Uh, so Sergeant Bluff Luton. Ends up uh, three and two on the year. MOC Floyd Valley ends up three and two on the year. So Sioux Center four and one. That's your champion. I believe MOC won the head to head. So Sergeant Bluff. So it's going to be uh, Sioux Center, MOC, and Sergeant Bluff in there. Healand drops to two and three. Uh, Boyden, Hawk, Boyden Hall is one and four, and Carroll's going to be two and three. So um, Carroll just out of it, but, uh, you know. They had some chances. Uh, you know, you look at this where this team was a year ago uh, in their record, and now look at them in this district. They, you know, they really struggled last year, and and now they were they're right there, almost in the playoffs, and really played with everybody. There's nobody that blew them out. So, uh, hats off to this Carroll Tiger team. Still pretty young, um, still growing. It it could be fun to watch. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what uh, uh, what happens with uh, with them. You know that. They, they they lose quite a few seniors. They do, but um, you know there were a lot of sophomores and juniors that saw plenty of action this year, and um, uh, you know I saw the freshman team a couple times, and there's some there's some kids in there that can do some things and and help out, you know next year too. So. And of course, it reshuffles. We have no idea where they're going to be. It's a, it yeah, a two-year yeah, deal, yeah, so this yeah, is the end of the exactly. two years. So who yeah, knows where Carroll? We have no idea. But let's talk about Kemper now. Uh, you know, I've I've seen them a couple times. They're the real deal. Uh, we know that they win thirty-five to eight over a, a good quality Emmitsburg ball club. Um, do we know where they're going? No, we have no idea. None. Um, the state kind of keeps that under wraps. And, and as you heard Coach say, it all kind of depends on who wins and who loses in our in our area. Um, twos and threes and what have you. Um, you know, you had Green County winning. Um, so who who knows where it's all going to end up? But uh, Kemper in pretty good shape. Being a two um, uh, is better. It's better than being a three. So or a four. So uh, you know, chance chance to host or chance to be a host school, uh, depending on what all goes on there. But uh, uh, again, Kemper having a good one. And then we lose um, we lose our other schools. East Sac County, of course, against. Um, West Sioux uh, have Haywarden. They lose 58 nothing. South Central Calhoun goes up to uh, Hull to take on Western Christian. They lose 36-18. And then Audubon gets the short straw. Uh, they go up to number one Rems and St. Mary's. And I, I tell you what, after watching those kids at the state tournament, um, they're big and they're fast and they're athletic. I, I Physical. Percy said they were physical tonight. They're big, strong kids. They're they're going to be tough to beat. I think even the Don Boscos and, and those schools are going to struggle against this team. I, that very well could. Very and to well me, could. they kind of feel like a Harlan. Um, you know, they're winning just about anything they want to go into. They've got that mindset now that hey, we're champions. We expect to win. It's it's a rarity if they don't 
if they don't pound somebody, let alone just win. So yeah, they they they're in a in a string of uh, good athletes now, and you know, hey, if you can keep it up, then more power to you. We're going to step away, take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to hear from Coach Case uh, on their loss. They fell 36-18. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. We are back on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show here in Hull. South Central Calhoun falls to Western Christian tonight, 36-18. to 18, And I know there are all kinds of cliches you can talk about. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. A few plays going this way or that way, and the result is completely different, or the score was not indicative of how close the game was. But, I mean, you check all the boxes, Coach. Uh, we're here with Brian Case of the Titans. Just feels like a game that you knew coming in. You guys were the underdog. You didn't have the pressure. But at the end of the night, you look back and you think, shucks, I think we really could have had a chance to win that game if some things go your way and a couple of those turnovers don't happen. Just overall, have to be pleased with the way the guys came out and played tonight. I know you said practice was really good this week. Not the W that you guys were hoping for, but you guys showed a lot of grit out there, and you guys played like you had more to lose than just being an underdog with nothing to lose. Well, I appreciate hearing that, Nick. I'll be honest with you, we knew that we had a tall order coming over here. It was a tall task for us to come over here and, and walk away with a W, but I am so proud of our kids just for the effort that they gave tonight. Um, we gave ourselves a chance. You know, we get it within one score uh, going in before half, uh, and we really didn't know if we'd be in that position coming into this ball game. So, you know, we had some kids go down. We had some adversity that hit us in the, in, in the face a little bit in the first half. You know, we had a turnover after we marched it, you know, 65 yards or whatever it was. Um, it's kind of a momentum uh, killer that way. But, yeah, I mean, you talk about the you coulda, shoulda, woulda in, in different situations. Um, um, yeah, we had some of those opportunities tonight, and it just didn't go our way. But uh, I am so proud of the kids and, and just the, the way that they played the game tonight. The first three touchdowns for Western Christian all came on short fields. First half, they get um, a fumble recovery. And I guess to talk a little bit about that, they march down the field. You guys get a goal line stop on fourth down. 
and then one or two plays later, you guys are already 25 yards up the field. So the running game was working early. You guys march down the field. Unfortunately, you do fumble it away. They get a nice return. They turn around and punch it into the end zone on that next drive. So your defense gets a stop. Your offense makes some plays, but a turnover gives them a short field. And then, as you said, 14-6 at the half. Things are, I mean, that's in anybody's wheelhouse right there. You guys got a nice touchdown right before half. You knew you were getting the ball to start the second half. You just felt like at that point, yeah, we've made a couple mistakes, but we're still right in this. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what we kind of talked about when we went in the locker room. It's like, now do you guys believe? I was like, we're here. We're, we're right there right now. And, yeah, we had a couple mistakes, but we get the ball back the second half. We're only down one score. I said, we can go do this. And, uh, you, unfortunately, we came out and we threw an interception the very first series. Uh, I think it was on the second play. Uh, they ended up going down and scoring that way. But we were still, you know, within striking distance, only a couple scores away. Um, so we did some nice things tonight. You know, initially you're talking about our ground game. I thought that we did a nice job executing on the ground. Our offensive line was doing a great job of uh, getting to the second level and so forth and creating some gaps that way uh, for our running backs. Our running backs were blocking for each other. They were running hard. Um, so the first half, yeah, as far as the, the ground game was concerned, I, I thought we ran the ball really well. And then we were also able to throw the ball a little bit in the first half. You know, second half, when we got down uh, a few scores, we had to kind of just go into our spread sets. But even at that, I, I thought that we were executing at a high level. I thought that we were making some great plays. Gavin was making some great throws. The receivers were going to catch the football. And then late in the in the game here, we just didn't have that internal clock going. Uh, held on the ball probably just a little bit too long. And, and, and unfortunately, he had a couple of sacks that way. And um, the game ended up the way it did. But uh, like I said, we had a lot of good things that happened tonight. It just didn't uh, end up that way on the scoreboard. Probably the turning point or maybe the, the biggest sequence of the game that had the impact at the end, that interception to start the second half. And then you guys are still doing okay. You're sitting at 4th and 20 on defense, and what happened there? They go over the top, have a guy with blown coverage, and a touchdown. So they go from having 4th and 20 up by 8 to getting the touchdown and being up by two scores. That just felt like a very deflating sequence. Again, this team this year, that might have been a moment where other weeks things start to start to fall apart but that didn't happen tonight but what happened there and then how did you guys bounce back from that yeah and you know it was unfortunate we had probably three or four of those opportunities that uh, um, that we had to go through tonight and for whatever reason I mean, those things can't happen when you have a team that's uh, you know like you said fourth and 20 and all of a sudden they score they throw one over the top you know we had them a third and extra long one other time they throw one over the top when they score those things just should not happen um, and I mean that's 14 points right so you take the 14 points off the board because those two situations, and you're right back in the ball game, giving yourself a chance to, to win the bank, to win the game. So, um, but unfortunately, I mean, that's a part of the game. It, it happened, um, and, and we just had to deal with it. And, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the kids came back though. They did a nice job. They didn't hang their heads, uh, and we came back and got a couple more scores ourselves. So, uh, like I said, I'm proud of the kids. Um, uh, you know, I think that we had a decent season. Um, really, not what we're used to, Nick. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I've been here for since uh, 1995, and this is the second losing season that we've had uh, in that amount of time. But uh, 
um, this team did show progress throughout the, throughout the season. Uh, our seniors, I think, did a nice job, Nick, to be honest with you. Uh, in the summer, we got the kids coming in. We were averaging about 35 kids in the weight room going through their, their speed and agility training and things like that. So I, I thought that we were headed in the right direction that way. Um, just for whatever reason this year, we just couldn't get over the hump as far as the, um, you know, we, we faced some teams that we probably should have beat, and, and, and we did. There was other teams that, you know, we had opportunities against them, and we just didn't make the plays when we needed to make the plays. But uh, for the most part, our seniors led in the right direction. Um, they did a good job that way, and I'm proud of them, and uh, we're, we're sure going to miss them. A couple of the big players on offense for you guys. I know in the second half, Kind of having to abandon the run, being down by two or three scores, but Keegan Sword, as always, he's kind of the go-to receiver, made some great plays, especially along the sideline. And then uh, Chance Reader, I thought, on some when you needed a first down, he was a go-to guy in that third and fourth quarter. So in the passing game, Bata was finding those two guys. Uh, Keegan Sword picked off that pass before half going into uh, the locker room. And I guess I didn't ask you about that, but... What were you guys talking about at that point? It was 14-6. You just got a touchdown with 17 seconds left in the half. And then, oh, no, they get a big kick return, and they're one play away from just throwing up a Hail Mary from the 30 for, for the touchdown. And obviously, if you give up a touchdown there, I feel like that's a much different conversation going into half. But Sword gets that interception. They had a, they had a look there for a brief moment, but what, what was the thought right before half uh, when they almost made something happen with just 17 seconds left? Well, obviously, on the kickoff coverage, we didn't want them to have a big return like they did and put us in that situation. Uh, we actually had him stuck in down here about the 40-yard line, um, and then I think we would have been okay, but all of a sudden they go from one sideline to the other sideline. We're missing a couple tackles here and there, and they give themselves an opportunity. So basically what we wanted to do was go into our, our, our cloud coverage, our quarters coverage, and stay over the top of everything, kind of defend the goal line, uh, drop our linebackers off, and just keep everything in front of us that way. You know, Keegan's a heck of a ball player. You mentioned him as far as the receiver's concerned, um, but he also has that ball hawk ability as far as the a defensive back is concerned, the safety is concerned. So um, we knew he was going to go up for that 50-50 ball, and he just happened to come down with it. But uh, you're right. I mean, they put that one in there, and it's a totally different ball game. So, you know, credit to our kids, keeping them out of the end zone there uh, when we needed to and giving ourselves a chance. Won't put you on the spot and tell you to name your seniors or anything like that, but talk about this senior class as a whole. And then as you look at your starting lineup, you see a lot of juniors. So you'll have that core nucleus back next year. So what will that look like from now until next August with, uh, you know, saying goodbye to this class? And then you've got these other guys, they're back for another year and they'll be battle tested. They, they, who knows? They could have won this playoff game tonight as the as a big underdog. So uh, take those two dynamics and uh, run with it. Yeah, like I said, I mean, with, the, with the seniors, we're definitely going to miss these guys. We had 11 seniors out this year, um, and they stuck with it. I mean, they knew that they were going to go through some hardships and so forth, and we did go through those uh, together this year. Um, a lot of tears after the game, no question. I mean, it's always tough saying goodbye uh, your very last time, knowing that you're never going to play football again uh, that way. So, uh, like I said, I thought our, our seniors did a decent job of, of leading our our team this year and, and, and keeping us heading in the right direction. Um, you mentioned some of our juniors. Um, we played an awful lot of juniors this year. We played some sophomores this year, and actually we had two freshmen that were on the field uh, tonight as well playing our defensive end. So um, when you start bringing those underclassmen in like that and, like you said, getting them game tested that way, I, I think that our future looks bright. Um, you know, we're definitely going to have to find some linemen moving forward. Uh, we're probably not going to be uh, as big as we have been in the past or even this year. 
so it's about it's it's more about angles and just being athletic and and just wanting that uh, or having that that, that want to uh, every single play. Um, so I think our future looks bright. Uh, like I said, we have a bunch of kids that are going to be coming back next year, and hopefully that they're hungry for uh, uh, for a better season next year. Coach, I appreciate your time. Safe travels back for you guys, and uh, enjoy some some time. Sounds good, Nick. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. That's Brian Case, head coach of the South Central Calhoun Titans. They fall in this playoff opener in the 1A postseason at Western Christian, 36-18. to the Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen on 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on KCIM and 106.7 KIKD, Carroll, Iowa. Jeff Honnold here with you, and we've got Jimmy, Jimmy. Malata on the other side there. <clears throat> you, know, you know, it's been a fun year. Uh, you guys have been in here all year long, and uh, I don't know whose desperate idea it was to bring me in on tonight's show, but uh, it do. But let's talk about this football season and and 
we've got a lot of interviews in. We're going to do Coach McCullough's for him. Uh, he is driving the bus. Uh, the guy's got to do it all. You got to drive the bus. You got to coach the team, and and so uh, he's not going to be able to get a hold of us. And we understand that. And we've done enough interviews. We'll get Jeff Blankman in here, and we'll know exactly what uh, what coach was was going to say. So we'll do that for him. But uh, you had Coach Burke's uh, interview, and that's a tough loss to a Remsen team. And you know you heard. Um, Coach Cases, that was a tough loss that they had at Whole Western, and and Eric had a tough loss there at uh, um, up at Haywarden. So tough night for for most of our area teams. Uh, but you know what? You're you're one step farther than a lot of teams got. You, if you're going to lose, you're better off losing in the playoffs. Well, yeah, it's you got. You know, I I looked at it this way. You know, kind of thinking about it. You know, for somebody like Eric McCullough, and uh, well. Corey McCarville down at um, IKM and Sean Burks, you know, they they got to spend another week working with the kids or coach and Coach Case, you know, you know, another week of you know trying to build on you know what they've tried to accomplish this year and you know and and get the it, for those in the playoffs, you know, that one more game to see if they can get to play and play for another week. So you know if they can. Yeah, work with them and uh, you know see what they have. Yeah, and you you look at Sean uh, down there at Audubon, and he's they've been such a powerhouse the last few years. I mean, uh, they they've built that program up and, and over the years and, and become a powerhouse. And you know it's disappointing for him. Uh, you know they they expect more. It, it's come from well, you know we want to make the playoffs too. We want to go deep in the playoffs. We want to go to the dome and um, tough, tough bow out for him. But uh, again, you got to step back and look at the bigger picture. You know, they're expecting to go deep into playoffs. You know, that's that's a long way from where it came. You know, you look at a, you look at an Eric McCullough. I mean, here, here's a team that needed two wins at the end of the year just to make the playoffs. You knew you knew you were going to get a bad draw. But here's a team that didn't lay down. I mean, they had every opportunity in the world. They they had one of the worst schedules in the state, didn't lay down, got their two wins, got another week to work, a younger younger squad, and as you said, another week to practice, another week to get better. Now, they had to go up to Hayward and, and take on one of the better teams in the state, but, you know, still another week. Um, it's almost like uh, those college colleges when they get that bowl week, you know, that bowl practice. It's just another week of – that a lot of teams didn't get. Yeah, and and you know for for Eric, you know, in in the last couple of years, in visiting with him, you know, it's injury, the injury bug has also hit. You yeah. know where it, where you know he's got to put in kids in that he really doesn't really doesn't want to put them out there, but he has no choice. They weren't ready. They weren't, they weren't ready. Varsity he, ready. Yeah, they weren't varsity. You know and. They would have been a lot better off if they could have just kept playing, you know, at the JV level where, you know, they're playing against kids that are more of their size and ability. And, you know, and this those first four or five weeks, uh, the last two years for, you know, that was their gauntlet. You know, they were they were playing the OAB CIGs and, you know, South, and, you know, it, it was just. One after another, one after another, just, ranked teams. It yeah, was, it was and, rough. You know, and, and you, you get people hurt. And... The only one that was very similar to that this year that I saw was Arweva, 
you know, same type of thing. They went through the gauntlet, and then when they finally got into the spot where, you know, then at the end of the year they got to play Remsen and Newell. I mean, boom to boom. You know, yeah. they had they had uh, uh, four Dodge St. Eds to start with. I mean, just just tough. I mean, the state it's tough for them. I mean, they're trying to balance things out. You look at the, I, I go back to Carroll's district. You want to talk about balance. They balance that one out to a T, but uh, a lot of these districts, you know, we, 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 there's a lot of haves and haves nots in the district. You can see that. And but you can see how they do it next year when they, they get to reshuffle them and where everybody goes. Yeah. That, that, you know, with that coming up again, but you know, and you think though too, with our Weavas and the East Sacks, you know, it's, it's been a, Numbers game too, absolutely. You know, and if you if you just don't have the bodies, you know, it makes it practicing a little bit more difficult. And then when it comes to a game, and it's like, okay, where do we go now? Absolutely. You know? absolutely. Especially if somebody gets hurt and or nicked up or banged around a little bit, and yeah, oh. it's. It's tough. It's a tough. It's tough. It, it is. It's been a long grind. But we're going to hear from Coach Burks here. They lost to uh, Remsen St. Mary's seventy-six to zero. But uh, Sean always gracious, and we'll we'll hear what he has to say. Welcome to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone now is uh, head coach of the Ottoman Wheelers. Uh, it's a tough night for the Wheelers uh, as they fall to St. Mary's Remsen in the first round of the playoffs, seventy-six to nothing. Uh, coach Burks, uh, just. Uh, Give us a little bit about the game and uh, some of your thoughts. Yeah, um, St. Mary's is ranked number one in the state, and uh, we got to see firsthand why tonight. Uh, they were bigger, faster, more physical than us in all aspects of the game. Uh, our kids played hard. Uh, it, was, it was tough, you know, when you're down 50, 50 some at halftime and. Uh, just never. I mean, they they ran away from us from the get go, and I thought we had a good game plan going in. I thought the kids bought in, but uh, it was evident pretty early on that they were the real deal. And uh, proud of the kids for the fight they showed. They fought till the end. JV kids played hard. Um, just thankful to the seniors uh, for everything they've done. Unfortunately, that's a, it's a tough final game for for everybody involved. But uh, getting to this point was was something to be proud of, uh, and. It is what it is. Sure. Okay. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, the seniors. Why don't you uh, give us a little bit about uh, your seniors and uh, what they've done for your program over the last four years? Yeah. Uh, hopefully I get them all listed. Uh, Cooper Nielsen, uh, you know, an all-district type of kid, uh, just phenomenal uh, football player. We really miss him on the offensive and defensive line. Uh, Gavin Larson, kind of the same breath, the fellow captain, multi-year starter, multi-year all-district kid, that linebacker and the other guard position opposite Cooper. Uh, those are those are going to be two roles that are going to be missed. They're kids that have played since their sophomore year. They were really part of the a big reason we've had success, you know, and a dome team last year. They played vital roles on that. Um, and, uh, you know, Manny Beiswinger had a nice year as well. They played corner for us and wide receiver for us. Uh, Manny is uh, our return guy. He was our kicker. Um, so there's some, some big shoes to fill there. Lane Barber had a nice year. I think he was second on our team in tackles for loss. Played both the end and nose guard. Grand Gleason started at safety and wide receiver for us. Uh, Dwayne Vetter was out uh, with a, a knee injury for the season. Um, I think that's all of them. Okay. Well, hey, you know, it doesn't sound like uh... – you know, you didn't have like 
10, 12. I mean, you know, but uh, so so everything looks pretty good for next year then with what you have returning. How, how What's it look like for uh, coming up for next year? Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where we're really going to miss Cooper, Gavin, uh, go down the list of the seniors I just mentioned, uh, Manny and Grant, Lane, uh, but there's, there's some spots to be filled. But uh, just because you return a few starters on each side of the ball doesn't guarantee anything. Uh, we're Especially on the offensive line, we're missing two-thirds of our offensive line, and those were both non, you know, all-district type kids. So it's going to be a big question who steps up on the O-line. And then you know, Grant and Manny were two of our main receivers and skill guys. So we're missing you know, four starters on offense and four on defense. And, uh, and by, my, by my math, an eight-player, that's half the team. So yeah. uh, we're going to have to find ways. Uh, you know, and, and then Lane started on defense. So you know, we're, we're going to replace – and we're going to be missing uh, five guys on defense and four on offense. So we'll be missing more than half our starters. So we're going to have to find ways. Uh, returners are going to find ways to get it better in the offseason. we got to get bigger. we got to get more athletic. we got to get more physical. we got to get back to Wheeler football. And there's some big shoes to fill. And I think some guys realized this year that maybe we weren't doing enough. Maybe some of us have to step up what we're doing. And hopefully nights like this, you know, kind of, get burnt into their memory and kind of when you know, that alarm goes off and it's time to get to the weight room, we go work our tails off. So we uh, stop being the nail and can get back to being a hammer. Yeah. Hey, okay, so your JV uh, had a pretty good season. Uh, how about your, uh, well, let's go down to your your incoming class for next year, your eighth graders, did they have a decent uh, season this year? And what, what do we look like for possible numbers for them for next year? Yeah, I, I really liked our junior high group this year. Uh, last year, we transitioned to new coaching staff. Uh, Coach Subert and Coach Dvorak did it for, I believe, 20-plus years each. Uh, Coach Obermeyer and Coach Burkowski and both Adam and Eric Burkowski uh, took it over. They were helping on our high school staff and went down and really implemented all of the, you know, the basics, of, you know, offensive playbook, defensive playbook. Um, so the, the transition to high school has been a little bit smoother and will continue to be so. So those kids are really in their second year of – they're a lot more comfortable this year and had a, had a pretty darn good year. I think they lost uh, their season opener to Woodbine, and then they won the remaining games. Uh, the eighth-grade class right now, uh, they've got a bunch of linemen in there. They've got some nice size. Uh, and then Carter Obermeyer is kind of the uh, – was kind of was our quarterback in junior high and middle linebacker. Uh, you know, he's kind of probably had the best numbers on the team, so – and there's some other line, linemen, you know. There's there's a handful of uh, pretty good looking offensive linemen in that group, and we we hope we can get them all back out. Uh, just just sheer numbers. Uh, we hope they had a successful and I know they had a successful season. I hope they had a enjoyable experience and that they want to come back out. You know, the the main thing in junior high is building numbers and, and learning the system. It you know wins and losses are great, but uh, we really want the kids to keep learning and, and be out next year. So. We hope we get double-digit freshmen out, and we'll see how it goes. All right. Hey, uh, good luck um, for, you know, getting ready for next year and have a safe rest of the trip home, and thanks for uh, being on the show this year. Really appreciate it. appreciate the coverage. You guys All do a great job. Thanks, Jim. All right. That's been Sean Burks of the Ottoman Wheeler. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, 
schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. College credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Jeff Honnold and Jim Molitor with you this Playoff edition? Is that, is that what I... What? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. John's going to hide that from me. <laughs> yeah, he's got to... <laughs> he's been using it, though, too. He yeah. he tries to use every word but playoffs so that I won't do that for him. But, uh, you know, uh, we were talking off air, and, and just our group of coaches, uh, just a class group of of people, uh, nice men that are willing to come on. I mean, it's tough after a loss. I mean, you can hear it in Sean's voice. I mean, he's that hurt, you know, that, that loss hurt, you know, you, I know if you talk to coach McCullough, you can, you can hear the hurt. You can hear the, hear the hurt in coach cases voice. You know, they, they want to win for these kids, not for them, but for the kids. I mean, they, you know, they spend a lot of time in the off season scheming and, and, you know, I know the kids are in the weight room, but they're trying to figure out ways of taking the kids that they have and how can I make how can I make this work into what kind of program not not square peg round hole. How, how can I change what I do to make them better? And boy, he, he, these losses hurt them just as much as it hurts the kids, or maybe more sometimes. And to come on here and to talk about it and to praise the kids and and uh, boy, my my hats off to them. It, it, it's a tough job. Ditto here. Yes, they. Uh, you know, it, well, it's like Sean said. They, you know, the kids have bought in. They thought they had a good game plan, and bam, you know. Yeah. Well, and it, not only the scoreboard show. I mean, they, they call in here, you know, when up up late at night and what have you. But they're talking to Jeff. Um, you know, you got them. You're gonna be. You get the ones from Carol and Kemper, and we talking tomorrow morning, uh, talking about the game again, and then. You know, they call in before the games during the week and talk about what's coming up and what the opponent looks like and what have you, and then wrapping it up with us. And a lot of time and effort spent with uh, people that aren't very bright, and they're trying to tell us what's going on. And and uh, so I want to thank them. You know, I, I enjoy the show. I enjoy hosting the show. I enjoy listening to the show. It's nice to hear what the coaches have to say. They'll, they'll give you a little bit. There's, there's, they always – 
there's always something there that I missed uh, that they picked that they that part of the game. And even when you're calling the game, you miss a little bit that, that maybe something happened on the field and you can't hear it and what have you. But appreciate their efforts in that very much. Yeah, they. Uh, you're right. That's they're a great bunch of guys, and uh, I appreciate uh, that the opportunity to visit with them on uh, on these Friday nights. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and start with uh, scores, Jim, and I'm going to let you start off. All right. Uh, we'll go back to uh, last night's game and and re uh, repeat that score. It was uh, IKM Manning over Council Bluff St. Albert, uh, 52 to 17. So tonight in Class 3A District 1, it was the Tigers getting a 24-19 victory over Sergeant Bluff Luton. Um, it was uh, Sioux Center. The district champion over MOC Floyd Valley, 21-20. And Boyden Hall Rock Valley squeaks by Bishop Elan, 25-24. Yeah, and we'll go through our local scores here quickly for you. Kemper, 35, Emmitsburg, 8. It was West Sioux Haywarden, 58, Eastsack County, 0. Uh, South Central Calhoun, 18. Hull Western Christian, 36. And Remsen St. Mary, 76, Audubon, 0. And then last night, it was IKM Manning picking up a win 52-17 over St. Albert. Class 2A, it was Central Lion, George Little Rock, 57, Iowa Falls, 0. Green County, next door, gets a win, 35-13. Monticello, 62, Central Lee, 0. Osage beats Clarion Goldfield Downs, 49-15. Spirit Lake upends Sheldon, 35-7. It was Wacon squeaking by New Hampton, 24-22. West Marshall, 63. Clark Osceola, 13. Williamsburg, 42. Comanche, 0. Centerville, 50. Des Moines Christian, 42. Again, one hard for me to... to there's a, here's a team that came from a long way down. Clarenda, 56. Rolling Story, 27. It was Crestwood of Cresco, 28. North Fayette Valley, 22. Boy, you don't see scores like this very often. Mid Prairie Wellman seven, Northeast six. Bet you it was a defensive battle. Ah, it looks to me like it'd be a defensive battle. Yes, sir. Clear Lake twenty eight, PCM Monroe twenty seven. Uh OABCIG, they squeaked by Unity Christian twenty nine twenty three. Waller sixty two, West Liberty zero. And West Lion of Inwood, 37, and Esterville Lincoln Central, twenty six. And just stepping back here quick. Everything I hear is that Central Line George Little Rock team is the real deal up there. They might be the best in all classes. Yeah, they could very well be, but uh, that's they've been good for quite they a while. They have been really good, yeah. Or, or if they fall off, it's not long and they're back up uh, on top again. No, uh, they're, they're, sure. they're pretty tough. Well, we'll go into Class 1A. Class 1A. It was Applington Parkersburg over Eagle Grove, 56-8. to MFL Marmac, 48, Durant, 12. Sigourney Kyoto shuts out Sumner, Fredericksburg, 31 to nothing. It was South Hamilton defeating Ridgeview, 54-12. Underwood, 49, Interstate 35-17. Van Meter shuts out Pleasantville, 49 to nothing. West Brent also shuts out South Harden, 42 to nothing. And the third shutout in a row was West Sioux over East Sac, 58 to nothing. It was ACGC over Trainer, 34-29. Columbus Catholic over Denver, 17, or excuse me, 14 to seven. 
Dyke New Hartford defeated Cascade Western Dubuque 48-14. It was the Knights of Kemper Catholic over Emmitsburg 35-8. Mediapolis over Central Decatur 52-7. Pella Christian shuts out Iowa City Regina 31-0. It was Hall Western Christian 36, South Central Calhoun 18. And Woodward Granger 34, West Central Valley 3. Class A opening round. It was HSTW 46, Westwood 21, Albertnet 38, Bellevue 27, Grundy Center 49, Belle Plaine 0, HMS 46, North Union 31, Linville Sully 49, Earlham 16, North Lynn 45, Wapalo 0, West Hancock 44, Nashua, Pla- uh, Nashua Plainfield 16, Woodbury Central, 42. South O'Brien, nothing. It was Columbus Community over Maquoketa Valley, 62-14. East Buchanan all over Lisbon, 44-14. Galen Catholic, 40. Tri-Center, 22. Hinton defeats Loma, 46-22. Southwest Valley, 21. Madrid, 14. Mount Air, 27. Ogden, 24. Newman Catholic, 49. Hudson, 42. And it was Wapsie Valley shutting out St. Ansgar, 35-0. All right. In our eight-man opening round, it was Don Bosco over Winfield Mount Union, 48-18. West Harrison squeaks by Bedford, 29-27. Easton Valley over BMG Brooklyn, 40-34. Grettinger Terrell, Ruth Van Ayrshire, 50. Kingsley Pearson, 34. Lennox defeated Colonesco 66-14. In a close one, Montezuma gets by Iowa Valley 44-42. Southeast Warren also in a close one over East Mills 38-32. Remsen St. Mary's shuts out Ottoman 76 to nothing. It was Turkey Valley over Edgewood Colesburg 71-42. Waco Wayland over Martinsdale St. Mary's 57-14. Newell Fonda defeated Harris Lake Park, 55-26. West Bend Mallard shuts out Clarksville, 48-0. Caminita, 58. Baxter, 38. Fremont Mills Tabor in a close one over Moravia, 44-38. It was Gladbrook Rhinebeck, 46. New London, 14. And uh, Central City, 46. Tripoli, 26. We are going to step away, take a break. We're going to try to drag Blankman in here, and uh, I think between the three of us, we'll be able to help uh, Coach McCullough out and uh, help him with what he would want to say about uh, about his kids. So step away. We'll be back with more of the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show after this. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. 
Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luke, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new auto group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luke, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, or the show we like to call We Don't Have a Clue About the Playoffs. No. We, were, we were just talking, we were looking at Kemper's groupings, and, you know, they, you get to this point, they try to do twos and threes, and, you know, not having, you got some ones that have to play, and they, it's a mess, but then you look at geography as well, and right now, I, I, it would be a pure a pure guess. I just don't know what they're going to want to do because they, they they try to spread it, but yet they try to make people not drive. But then you got Eastsac County going all the way up there, and you got South Central Calhoun going all the way across state. So Kemper right now could be going. They could be home, or they could be going anywhere. We just I have no idea who they're going to play. No, it's 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 a crapshoot here. You got 
the, the the odd liars out there, you got whole Western Christian and you got West Sioux that are up there in the corner that somebody has to play. Um so those are the two outliers. Um Well, and then you got Underwood down in the southwest corner. Yep. You know, you got your ACGCs and um, Van Meter. So you got Woodward Granger. You got Dyke and Waterloo. They're close to you. Got Minneapolis. So you got them grouped together. It's just those two outliers, and they have to get them covered. My guess is they haven't played each other, but I don't know. You got Green County sitting there. Um, well, that's two A. So we'll we'll just have to see. We'll have to see what they let's see what they want to do there. But uh, you know, fun night. Just doing an interview. Uh, you might have heard us. I forgot to turn the mics off, but. He gets done with a, uh, an interview here. Uh, we'll bring him in, and we'll talk uh, about uh, this ESAC County team. And, uh, you know, we got to see him quite a few times this year and, uh, and, and theirs. But let's go back. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Kemper and that big win they had. And, boy, you know, I got to see them uh, a couple times now, and, and and they are an impressive ball club when they're healthy. You know, let's, let's hope they stay healthy here. But, you know, they, they – We'll start with that defense. They have a tremendous defense. They have a shutdown defense uh, that, that's been really good all year long, and then they're explosive offensively. Yeah, they uh, they've got some speed and they got some, a little bit of size, and uh, they can they can throw the ball, they can run the ball. So yeah, I I I just saw them uh, a little bit last week against uh, Underwood before I came over here to the to the station. So. Yeah, wasn't a real good. Well, they, put, they took on number one uh, and, and and struggled a little. Uh, they 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 admit that they were a little dinged up and not not playing their normal. But uh, you know, uh, again, this is a team I think that's confident enough. I don't think they care who they play. No, I don't think so either. You know, and I and I look at that district or that that grouping. I mean, there's there's nobody jumping off the page right now. Uh, we go down. You know, you look at the ones. Um, you know, there isn't anybody there that jumps off. You got Applington, Parkersburg's been good. MFL's been good, um, but you know, South Hamilton, um, you know, Ridgeview, Ridgeview's gotten beat up in this area. Uh, Underwood, Van Meter, Van yeah. Meter probably is the one. You know, seeing those Meter, kids again West this Sioux. summer, yeah, and West Sioux. I think those two, uh, those two are probably the two that you know, if if I could avoid them till the dome, um, that would be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, it's gonna. Those are the ones you probably want to avoid uh, another round if you can. Yeah, um, you know, Dyke's been decent in the past. Uh, you know, well, you got Underwood. You know, they have yep. some size. They have ACGC went up and beat uh, beat South Central last year. They they had a lot of size, um, controlled the clock. So, um, but you know, you look at Kemper handle trainer. So. Um, Again, just just kind of a neat area to look at. I, I don't. I think Kemper, if you look at the whole scheme of thing, is is probably right there. Um, you know, I don't think there's anybody they shy away from. I just think you know if you can avoid the West Sioux and the under and the uh, and uh, the Van Meters until the dome, I'm, I'm sure they have the, they'll have those two on the opposite sides of the bracket, trying to let those two fight it out maybe there in the championship. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what. Uh... What the boys down there at the association office uh, and then, do with it. You know, we'll talk about South Central. Uh, I got to see them a couple times this year, and uh, really surprising to me. Uh, you know, I saw them early on. I I talked to Coach Case, and 
I like to tease him. I call him my sandbagger because he'll he's he's definitely going to undersell you and overperform. That's that's just the way he does it. He's 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 going to keep his cars pretty close to the vest if he has a good team, and and you you can get that little smile out of him. You you know you know he knows that you know, but uh, he was. He was really excited about this team uh, going into the season. He, you know, they had they had size, they had speed. They were able to throw the ball a little more than they were able to. Um, just they weren't able to get that running game together like they normally normally would. And this team just, for some reason, and, and we all had those teams that it was there. They just couldn't put together as a team, and it's hard to explain that one. Yeah, and and I know a time or two in, in visiting with him. Uh also on the show here that um you know they they had they had some problems defensively there for a while with some things and uh and he he he, he talked about having to go back to a lot of basic stuff with hey you know we you got to do your assignment you got this is what you need to do you know and this is to to make everything go and they were, they struggled for a while with it, and um, you know he he made mention of it, and they had a lot of athletic kids that sometimes when you're really athletic you get yourself in trouble because you're overplaying uh, and not playing the the job that you had. You may you may see something you bite on a fake because you think you can go up and do it where you're supposed to stay back, and uh, yeah, I think you're right, and and of course everything's on film now. Yeah. Um, you know, if they catch you cheating, we would call it, or they catch you looking in, or they catch you doing anything, they're gonna they're gonna scheme it. You know, their teams oh, are they're, smart enough now; they will scheme any little flaw you have, and they're gonna try to make you bite and just go over the top, get, get yourself out of position, and then they just come back a little bit the other way, and away they go. So uh, disappointing. Uh, you could hear it in coach's voice. Uh, you know. Uh, to me, this was a team I thought was going to do really well, and to have a losing record surprises me. Um, and I, and I like the kids on this team. That's, it's hard for me to to not really be excited, but uh, you know that that's a, that's a tough that's a tough one for that team. I, I really going into the year expected them to be a dome a dome team. I, Jeff and I talked about it a few times on here. Right? They when you see them, they pass the eye test. Uh, for size and speed and athleticism and everything about it, and it just—I I guess I, I feel bad for them because I think I think something something was broke there that they couldn't get fixed, and it's just too bad. Yeah, but you know, knowing Brian, he'll get—he'll yeah. write the ship. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I feel bad for them. They'll, they'll they'll work they'll work to um, to to fix those things and you know get. Come into next year ready and raring to go, and yeah, I feel you know, bad it, for this it, year's team because right. it's it, it's but you're and it's gone, it's it's done now. But you're right. But Coach, he did, Coach he Case did will say get he, may, he was playing some younger kids too. So yep, yep. and that, I, I I have no doubts. So I don't have any worries about such a guy who never have. But uh, I you know it's too bad for this team. Uh, I think I think you know I, I'm going to say they kind of underachieved what I thought they would do, and. Uh, I, I just I I really thought that team was a dome team, and then we go into Audubon, and you know you, you look at that team, and you talked about it, and you're you know four or five guys, and you forget it's eight man, and it's it's a majority, but you know here's some kids that didn't get a lot of playing time, um, you know they were behind some really good kids through well, the years and dome absolute, teams, well, and absolutely so a couple of years. It took them a long time 
to get their legs underneath them this year. I think. I think. I think they're playing better towards towards the end of the year. But uh, I think it took them a little while to get things around. And uh, and uh, again, uh, I think a really good Audubon team is probably a little better than than uh, what that final score tonight was. But uh, a team that I think got better as the year went on. And and we got. Uh, at least he's got red on. At least it's not Huskers, but uh, you know what? I actually I'm wearing Huskers tonight. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I got I got. I'm loving to see that it's Nebraska volleyball, but it's Huskers, baby. It is. I, 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 yeah. One of my kids must have gave it to me. I was digging through. It was awful tired. But I was digging the closets tonight. But... Nah, he's just a closet Husker fan. He just don't want to tell anybody. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I haven't won a lot of money off. If I win the money off him, I'll be a Husker fan. But uh, uh, Jeff, we talked about. Uh, Disappointed in, in South Central's um, year. Um, I thought they were. I thought I, you and I talked about. It. I thought they were. They had a shot of going to the dome, and I saw them early in the year. And just something doesn't. We have the team. Sometimes it just doesn't click. And I think that was one of those teams. But let's step back. Uh, we have one interview that we aren't going to be able to get, and it's very, very understandable. Coach yep. McCullough is driving the bus. Illegal for him to talk on the phone as yes. he's driving a bus. As yes. He has a CDL. So as a CDL driver, I understand the rules. And uh, we're not going to make him Bluetooth headset while he's driving, and the guys are probably sleeping. But uh, I think we know what Coach is going to want to say about the kids, and we can pretty pretty confidently say we, we can't talk about the game, but we know about this team. And the first thing he's going to tell me is how – how proud of the kids proud and yeah. happy he is of this group of kids absolutely and he he always has always talked on how they never ever quit yep and they just they just keep fighting and fighting and you know when when you know he when he would talk about you know especially some of the younger kids you know physically not being as big as what they're playing, but yep. they didn't back down. They didn't. They didn't give up. They didn't quit. They just. They just kept fighting. They so. had the perfect opportunity the last two games. I mean, they had yep. to make defensive stands. Yep. To win, and won to get into the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that laid down that last game and not even not yep. even try because you know you're going to get somebody really good going in the first round. Yep. And they had a pretty good idea they were going up to Sioux Center Hayward. I mean, they yep. they all knew that that would be the trip. But you know what? Give credit to these kids. They won, made the trip, and it sounds like they put up a fight. I mean, but you're playing against West Sioux. West Sioux's kind of a powerhouse now. So yeah. Um. But but again. A younger yep. group that uh, I think has gotten better. You know, we I, I saw them game one. I saw them in the middle, and I saw them at the end. They're a lot better uh, at the end of the year. Yep. And and one of the things I saw is that they they probably weren't as big as big or as fast. I mean, right. they definitely need to find the weight room and get yep. bigger, faster, stronger. Um, a lot of times they were getting beat. They were cheating the safeties up because you had to to get the size, and then they were getting beat over top. They just didn't have the physical speed to keep up, and they're younger. So, you know, as they grow, and who knows where they go in the districts, you know, this could be a pretty good team the next couple of years. Yeah, should absolutely be. Um, sorry, I'm still trying to work on other things. I'm You're not... working? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you just came in and hung out at night. Yeah, no, I, I wish that was the case. I don't have player of the game stuff done yet. I, uh, I don't have the scoreboard up yet. I don't well, have you're the not doing anything podcasted. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm working tomorrow. I don't get, <laughs> I don't get days off. 
<laughs> I, I got I, I can't say that. Go I, ahead. Yeah. I, so I, I'll, I'll tell you why off I, air. You'll I, enjoy. I, I, I tease him because uh, I know he's going to be here. Last week he was trying to get out. He was cussing us because we were going long to twelve, and he was here at a quarter to two trying to get out. So well, he uh, went to go went to go get some sleep so he could pick up his uh, nephew, right? Yeah, Ames yeah. yeah head up about ten West after five last week to get on the road to West Lafayette. So yeah, to go to go watch a. Uh, a close game. Yeah, it was a close so, game. So, uh, again, back to Coach. Uh, you know, a, a team that had every, every – the last two years have been have been rough on yep. that schedule. and But it had every opportunity to quit. Um, didn't. Yep. Um, I know he's very, very proud of these kids. He's he's told me how proud he yep. was of them. Yep. And uh, I'm sure he was very proud of their effort tonight. You know, long drive up there. Uh, and it, it, it's going to be tough to stay focused on that. And, and uh, you know, what they, they – they, they didn't get it, it took them a while to get beat yeah. so you know I, I, good job. and i'm excited kind of for the future i want to see with this this group of juniors and sophomores that have now really seen a lot of time over the last 2 years and and stuff and now it, it, him and i talked in the our pregame interview that i posted you know yesterday um that um you know, getting those two wins in the way they did it to close out the regular season and then get into the playoffs, that, that should bring some excitement, get kids thinking, you know what, we can do this in the future. Let's see what, you know, let's see what the new pairings are and what the new district's going to be after this year. And uh, and maybe they'll get, you know, into a district that doesn't have so many monsters in it. And, and, or maybe and, get some off schedules. That yes, aren't so bad. Yeah, and, and change up that non-district schedule a little bit, you know, and stuff. And, and uh you know, see where they can go and where and how they can build off of that two-game winning streak at the end of the season. So I'm I'm excited about the future, uh, just to see where they're going and how this thing plays out. We're gonna hold you here a little bit longer. Um, That's fine. You know, we're pretty much the end of season. We got Kemper left, so yep. uh, kind of talk about our, our our. I know we will on the uh, we will on Tuesday if I show up. But, yeah, uh, and and I, I do want to say this: uh, we're down to one team next week playing. Um, I'm planning on, I already talked to Coach Rowetter. He said he'd be willing to join us for 10, 15 minutes next week live uh, and, and just kind of talk about how the 3A playoffs play out next week uh, after the games are finished. And I'm going to try and line up one of our eight-man coaches, and I'll see if maybe Coach McCarville will come on and talk about Class A and, you know, see, uh, you know, if either Coach Case or Coach McCullough wants to join us next week and kind of talk about the 1A playoffs. But uh, that's what I'm thinking for a co- for a, a scoreboard show next week, um, and you have and professional stuff, so. hosts here too, probably. Yeah, we'll probably have Tyler back yeah, in or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah of... you know, and stuff. But no, you guys are doing a good job. And I'm I'm just thinking I'd like to do one more, and I think it would be kind of fun yeah. to get those coaches in where they're not having to just talk about their game, sure, but to get them to kind of come in and get their thoughts. And you look the at a Sean Burks, and he's probably yeah. already got it broke down. Who everybody's playing already? Absolutely, he's crazy, yeah, so. you know, and stuff. So I think it would be kind of fun next week just to see if we can't get one so. of the coaches from all the different classes that we have somebody in and kind of get their thoughts, you know, and just bring them on live, you know, and stuff. Just say, hey, you know, we're going to call you at 1030. We're going to call you at 1045. We're going to call you at 11. And, no and no see pressure because, uh, yeah. you know, especially if they have Tyler on there, I mean, they, they can't make him look bad. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, I mean, the only good thing Where is, is Tyler. He's he's uh, his best friend's getting married or a good buddy's getting married, and he's uh, off, you know, I, in, in I, the wedding type. I kind of kind of missed him around. Yeah, I I did joke, and I and I'm only kidding, folks. But uh, I I did joke with the guys that when I was leaving the press box up there, I'm like, nobody get married in the fall. If you're gonna get married, just get married in the spring. Shouldn't be any weddings in no, the fall. No, there's no joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're we're gonna start. Let's let's talk about the the games and. And 
first of all, we're going to step back. Let's, you and I talked about the coaches, but what a classic group of individuals that we have. Um, you know, we talked about you could hear the pain in Sean's voice. You could hear the pain in Coach Burks's voice. You know Coach McCullough would be hurting. Um, they hurt for the kids. Yes. And, uh, you know, just, you know, coming on here and talking to us after a loss is, is tough enough. But And then, of course, you got – you got to, luckily they didn't have me asking dumb questions, but uh, you know, just they're just so classy to come on and do it, whether they win or lose. Talk about the game, talk about the kids, kind of kind of inform us of what's going on, and then and then on top of it, I know you get a lot of their time during the week as well yep. um, for your show, and just all the time they do give. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's what a lot of people really understand. Um, you know, I try not to pester coaches too much, but. You know, I'd like to get an interview with all of them every week, you know, leading into their game to get their thoughts uh, so that we can put that information out on Thursday. And then, you know, of course, our pregame interviews, you know, I'm bothering them for stats over the weekend so that Tyler or I can type up, you know, a recap story on the game and have all the information. We get them to come on to the scoreboard show, you know, on Friday nights and stuff every single week. And then you no got Roe and Steiny have lose. to meet with and talk to you yeah, on Saturday then, morning. Yep, and then Greg, God, and, you're ugly enough at night. I can't imagine what you look like at 8 o'clock clock on a Saturday morning. I usually just wear a mask, you know. How do you tell the difference? Well, absolutely. You know, I I, I usually throw in like the Freddy Krueger mask because it looks a little, (laughs) it looks looks a little better. Absolutely. You know, you don't get much uglier than this mug. See, Mahler's always thinking that this is us every day. Everybody thinks this is a, this is a, a, like a stick. Our normal conversations are like this. We take the cuss words out and just keep going. I, but I, I, I really do. I, I, I think I've been very blessed. I came here in 04. And I've been so blessed with the coaches that I that I've got to work with in all the different sports. You know, I'm I'm texting them several times a day. You know, at times and several times a week. Uh, you know, pestering them with text messages five minutes after games gets over. To, you know, how'd you do? You know, can you send me stuff? You know, uh, and stuff. And and it's all about trying to get their programs covered. I I don't want to be that guy, but I don't know how else to to try and thoroughly cover the programs. Uh, and 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 the sad thing is, I wish I had more time. To be able to bother them more, yeah, I, I you know, agree. and I it, think they'd be okay with that. You know, and you, I go back to whenever the show started. I don't know how many years we've been doing it now, but I think maybe six. Oh, and I did the first couple of years. You actually become friends with yes. You know, we were doing it by phone, but you know, we knew them before. But you kind of become friends because you talk beforehand with them. You know, and just off air, and just and and they 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 build they build a trust. They know you're not going to burn them on air. I mean, that's not not what we're going to do. But you know, I I go back to Coach Peterson and and even Eric when I go up to interview. We spend five ten minutes laughing, giving each other static before we even start doing the interview. And that makes it hard to interview because we'll say something that maybe I'll revert back to when we were giving each other static about and, and try not to laugh through it. But just, it just becomes, you know, a, a nice friendship that's out there. It is. It is. And, and I probably hang out with more coaches than I do about anybody else. Uh, and simply because of the, the relationships that I've built with them uh, over the years and stuff. Jim, you've well, got see, kind of well, a, you got mine, love mine hate was, with them because you're an official then both. Mine, mine was completely different because we did East Sac football games. We did South Central Calhoun football games, officiated uh, when Sean Burks was the baseball coach. Yep. And Corey McCarville, the baseball coach. Um, you know, so, well, and like Chris Moore, I've known from my years down at Coon Rapids yep. and, you know, being around him. And, you know, so it was like 
when I come on the show here, it's like, no, well, I know all. <laughs> yeah, no, I I did not, it, I did not know Chris Peterson at first. That was yeah. that was the only one of the coaches yeah. that. Yeah. Other than rest, other than that, I knew the rest. Of well, and it's yeah. neat too because you go coach, down. Uh, yeah, and uh, before Cole Corson, before that, and yeah. you know. Being yeah. able to go down on the field um, pre and post game. Uh, pre is pre is kind of fun because you'll see you, you probably get more time with the assistant coaches. Yeah, head that, coaches are the head coaches, They're busy. Yep, yeah, yeah, they'll give you a little bit. You know, hey, how you doing? What should I know? You know, yep. give me a little tidbit. The assistant coaches will, are the ones that will come over and give you a bunch of static and they'll have fun. So I got to meet a lot of the assistants that way. And then post game, of course, you have a lot of fun. But they've yeah. all been such great yeah. people over the years, and I really enjoyed. Yeah. Getting to know them and, and being able to contact him to go, you know, see him off out outside. Uh, you know, like Coach uh, Coach Peterson will grab me. Actually, we grabbed me at our Weaver game. I went to watch. I got to watch games, some games this year, which is odd for me. And yeah, being able to stand down the stand there and talk to him, you know, in a different setting was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah and I enjoy um, I enjoy all my conversations with the coaches, but I really like it. It's kind of funny you talk about you know the five ten minute conversations before you get Those into the, the interview. I when I do my I call them at school, you know, and stuff during the week to to record those those interviews that we post to the website and play in the pregame. And there are times where literally a coach will be like, you know, I got like 35 minutes before my next class starts, and we'll be just chit chatting. And all of a sudden, I'll be like, oh, coach, you got seven minutes before class starts. We better get the interview started because we've been talking yeah, for 25 and, and, and minutes, and not even talking about and the games, even, yeah, just, and just, talking. just talking, you know, and stuff. So, but that's how you get to know them, and, yeah. and you get to you know, you get to build those relationships. Now, I know this year there was a few of them that, like on Friday morning, I would literally, or excuse me, Wednesday morning, I had like an interview at nine, at nine twenty, at nine forty, at nine fifty five. And then another one at like at ten oh five. So I felt like I was getting gypped out of conversations with those coaches because I'd get them on the phone and be like, "Well, you ready to go, coach? We kind of got to get going here this morning." I, I got another coach. I got to call in ten minutes. Typically, so, you want to go long on Tuesdays, and you're booting yeah. us off because you had to. You had, I had to do coach an interview. lunch at ten oh five every Tuesday morning. So it was like show's got to end at ten this morning, guys. We got to roll. So uh, again, a fun time <laughs> you with them. Just walk out. Yeah. yeah, but I can't. <laughs> a lot of, lot I got of fun. an interview in this studio. By the, by the way, John Ryan started in on us he this morning. He you guys well this morning. 8.06. 8.06. He's talking yeah. about how we were going to train wreck the thing. And so and we're going we to figure out a way how to train wreck it. I had to text you at 10.01 and say, where's the show? <laughs> I had to wait for the song then. I had legal ID I had to wait for. And by the way, you called me out on the radio. Have you ever heard of a thing called voice text? I, I've watched you. You're not that good. I, it was no, spelling, I, it was got, spelling things out. I've got it Bluetooth yeah, to the vehicle. No, I've been I just in the car, to I've it been in the driving car with down you. the road. No. All right, so now i got to no. ask you, sir. Yeah. How was uh, announcing at uh, BVU? In, it was fun. Press box. It Very was nice fun. Box. I, I appreciate Amy and Stephen and everybody up there that uh, you know hooked up things and set up things and, and had us. It was a great place to call a game. Uh, I had a lot of fun up there. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd go back. I'd go back if I'm sure they took care back. of you. I mean, BV when they host something is yep. very, very good yep. about making sure the radio organized and and we knew what it was was. And I got to give a shout out to the guys that were there to cover Emmitsburg as well, because you know, of course, you always want to check pronunciation. So I went into their broadcast booth before the game, and I'm like, hey guys, I'm so and there couldn't have been too many there. Those are old Emmitsburg names. Yeah, yeah, you know, and stuff. So, but I just wanted to double check. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Feeny, it could have been Feeny, it could have been Fine. I've yeah. seen it called both ways. You know, and stuff. So. But uh, well, that way they could check and 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 check on 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 how our names were good people. Were, up there. Yes, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, had a lot of fun. Um, now just trying to figure out where I'll be headed this Friday. That's with we're, just, we're just I, laughing I, that we I, don't have I a clue. Will it, I will admit, though, uh, that we don't know until ten o'clock tomorrow morning. But. Uh, 
I just got done talking with Coach Steinkamp before I came in, and uh, um, he's thinking West Sioux, um, just based off of who all won and driving distances. Well, he's the only thinking thing they could go to West Sioux. The only thing that's out there, though, is you still have uh, Hull Western. So yeah, they could have Hull Western, or they could have Underwood go up there. So right. we we talked about that. So yes, I mean he's, it's there, that, but that's what he's thinking. And he thought the other one. He thought he's thinking either Westu or over to Van Meter would be what they're two. And then the other possibility might be South Hamilton. But and he went through this whole thing of why he doesn't think it'll be South Hamilton. I can't remember everything he told we, me. Uh, so. uh, we said the two you don't want to see till the dome would be West Harrison or Van Meter. West Sioux or Van Meter? Yeah, I think think you want to see those two at the Dome if you're going to play them, because those those two are are well-built teams. And I will say this. I'd like to see Underwood at the Dome simply because I'd love to see that matchup again. I'd love to see Kemper Underwood at the Dome. I think if Kemper would get Underwood this round, which they won't, because I don't think they'll put districts teams together again, Uh, but um, I'd love to see those two square off again, and I think that at the Dome would be a lot of fun. And I don't think it's going to be Van Meter because there's just enough teams down around that area I think they could use. So ACGC, uh, if they'd have if, if trainer had gotten ACGC tonight, that, that would have changed. That would have changed everything. Yeah, that yep. would have. Yeah. So we'll see. We don't know. I ho- I hope they don't have to go all the way up to Haywarden. I I would hope they would get a chance to maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. I'm probably going to Fort Dodge on Friday morning to cover state cross country. That's a long drive across. That, that is. My problem is is that. Um, I think the final race that I'd have kids in starts at 2.30. I don't know if I can stay long enough. i got to go to Hayward and to be able to get from, mm. you know, if I'm leaving at 3.30, 4 o'clock, I don't know if I can get I up to Hayward so. in time. We're going to take a so. break. We're going to let you go back to work. Yeah. Uh, I know you got to work on... Yeah, uh, well, I, I tell you, you what, I've already had done. people texting me wanting to know where the scoreboard's at, because we usually we have it posted by now. Folks, I haven't even got it typed up yet, so give me a little bit of time. Yeah, he hasn't really been doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been over there eating. I've been looking through the window. He's been chowing down. I think he might have taken a nap. Did three and, interviews while you're sitting uh, in here I, eating, I didn't your, see, eating I, your salad. I bought you. Yeah, five minutes salad. <laughs> We're gonna take uh, our final break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna wrap up the uh, playoff playoff edition. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're going to take our final break. We'll be back. We'll wrap up the uh, final show for uh, Jim Mulder and myself uh, of the 2022 season after this. When you buy from a local business like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. 
Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Jeff Honnold and Jim Molitor and, uh, well, a Blankman's walking around here somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. He's working. Mm, he says he is. I don't trust him. Class 3A, District 1. We'll give the scores out here. Carroll defeats Sergeant Bluff Luton 24-19. It was Boyden Hall Rock Valley picking up their first district win over Bishop Heelan 25-24. And your district champion, Sioux Center, 21, MOC Floyd Valley, 20. Other local scores, Kemper, Kemper Catholic, 35, Emmitsburg, 8. They will be moving on. East Sac County falls to West Sioux, 58 to nothing. South Central Calhoun gave a valiant effort, but falls to Hull Western Christian, 36-18. And it was Audubon headed up to play number one, Rensman St. Mary's, and they fall 76-0. On a Week 9 Thursday night game, it was ICAM Manning 52, St. Albert 17. And, Jim, you will take over 2A. 2As. Here we go. We got Central Lion George Little Rock shutting out Iowa Falls Alden 57 to nothing. Our neighbors from Greene County with a 35-13 win over Union LaPorte City. Monticello 62, Central Lee nothing. Osage, 49, Clarion Goldfield, Dows, 15, Spirit Lake, 35-7, winner over Sheldon, Walk-On, squeaks by New Hampton, 24-22, West Marshall State Center defeats Clark of Osceola, 63-13, Williamsburg shuts out Comanche, 42 to nothing. In a close one, Centerville scores 50, Des Moines Christian, 42, Clarenda defeats Roland Story, 56-27. And another fairly close one, Crestwood of Cresco uh, beats North Fayette Valley, 28-22. Mid-Prairie, 7, Northeast, 6, and what we believe is probably a pretty defensive battle. <laughs> Boy, sounds like it. Uh, it was Clear Lake over PCM, 28-27. 
OABCIG over Unity Christian, 29-23. Wallert Catholic shuts, shuts out West Liberty, 62 to nothing, And um, West Lion of Inwood over Esterville Lincoln Central, 37-26. Class 1A opening round, it was Applington Parkersburg, 56, Eagle Grove, 8. MFL Marmac, 48-12 over Durant. Signy, Sigourney Kyoto shuts out Summer Spreadwigsburg, 31-0. South Hamilton, 54, Ridgeview, 12. Underwood, 49, Interstate, 35, 17. Van Meter, 49, Pleasantville, 0. West Branch, 42, South Harden, 0. And it was West Sioux over Eastack County, 58, 0. ACGT defeats Trainer, 34, 29. Columbus Catholic, 14, Denver, 7. It was Dyke New Hartford defeating Cascade West Dubuque, 48, 14. As you heard earlier, Kemper beats Emmitsburg 35-8, Minneapolis 52, Decatur 7, Pella Christian 31, Iowa City Regina 0. It was Western Christian 36, South Central Calhoun 18, and Woodward Granger 34, West Central Valley 3. All right, opening round in Class A was A.